feel like you could be experiencing a quarter life crisis or quarter life confusion as I like to call it, then Love My Quarter Life might just be the podcast you've been waiting for. The weekly episodes offer you digestible, actionable and relatable guidance to help you navigate the oh so common challenges that our quarter lives throw at us. So if you're in your 20s or 30s and feeling stuck, confused, lost and unfulfilled, then welcome to the club. You're not alone, you're in the right place and I think you're gonna like it here. Enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to Love My Quarter Life, the podcast here to help you overcome the overwhelm of quarter life confusion. I'm Beth Schofield, your host and quarter life mentor. It is so great to have you here. Today we are talking about rejection, something which most of us definitely has experienced in the past and which most of us will experience again in future as well, unfortunately. Now, I loved putting this episode together. I learned a ton myself as I dug into the topic more and it really helped to explain some of my own experiences of rejection. And I just know it's gonna do the same for you as well. So before we dive into rejection, I did wanna share some wins that I've had this week because you know how I feel about celebration and I really wanna encourage everybody to celebrate themselves more as much as possible. So I feel like I need to model this. So my first win was that I went for another run on Sunday morning. Now that makes three Sunday morning runs in a row. I never thought I would be that person. I don't know who this person is, but I like it. And I'm quite keen to keep up the running. Maybe it's not every Sunday morning, but it is a nice way to start a Sunday as opposed to being hungover, which is probably, um, you know, a more frequent way that I've spent Sunday mornings in the past. I also ran my furthest run that I've done for a long time, like for years and years. I managed to get over 6.5 kilometers and yeah, it just feels really good. I'm feeling very positive towards running at the minute. I'm actually enjoying it and that is just something that I never thought that I would. So yeah, that's definitely a win. Um, The other win that I had is that I booked my flights home back to the UK for summer. So I am going to be in the UK and a little holiday in Europe between sort of mid-May and the end of August and nothing makes me more excited than being in Europe for summer especially when it is winter here in Australia but also the Euros are on I'm a big football fan so I'll be supporting England during the Euros it is one of my oldest friend's weddings in July so can't wait to catch up with some of my closest friends from home and yeah just can't wait so really excited for that And the other one is that I actually had the most podcast listens in a single day since I started the podcast. So that felt like a really good win as well. It's really good to watch the podcast grow and yeah, just kind of see it getting into more ears. It's really, really cool. So thank you for, um, you know, helping to support that. If you have, if you've left any reviews or anything like that, it is so helpful in getting the podcast into more ears around the world. So yeah, I just wanted to share that. And if you've had any wins this week, I know you have, no matter how small they are, please tell me about them. I would love to know. You can message me on Instagram at lovemyquarterlife. Tell me your wins. I would love to hear them. Okay, so back to today's topic of rejection. 
Eek. Even the word rejection is such a horrible word, isn't it? Look, there is no two ways about it. Rejection is really tough. And it can actually occur in pretty much all aspects of our lives as well. And that makes it quite common. But I would say that rejection most commonly occurs in romantic relationships, in our careers, in our social circles. But yeah, we can absolutely experience rejection in all sorts of different places. I think that our 20s and 30s are a really big time for rejection because they're a big time for change. There's a lot going on. We are trying new things and we're still very much discovering who we are and what we want. You know, we are quite unsettled during this time. We're doing lots of exploring, hopefully. Um, We're also failing as well while we grow. And all of these are really good things, by the way. These are the things that we should be doing in our 20s and 30s. But they definitely come with, you know, a bit of a risk of rejection. Now, I also think that rejection, although it is always going to hurt, no matter what age we experience it, I think it probably hurts us more in our quarter lives as well because it's a time in our lives where we likely haven't yet fully built up a lot of resilience and self-confidence and awareness and emotional intelligence. And these are all things that we really need to help us handle and process rejection in a healthy and strong way. So this episode is here to deep dive into rejection. Now, there has been some really interesting research done into rejection And much of the explanation into why it hurts so much are rooted in evolutionary psychology. And so I'm going to be sharing a lot of the kind of studies and evidence that has came from that area. And then I am going to offer some suggestions on how you can deal with rejection better. And that includes, you know, understanding that rejection can actually come with some benefits. It includes some practical things that you can do when you've been rejected to help you manage the negative feelings and impacts that it can have and I'm also going to share a couple of ideas on how you can actually avoid rejection in the first place as well so a lot to cover today and yeah I just hope you find it really helpful I think you are going to so let's dive in So let's start off with talking about what rejection is and why it hurts so bloody much. Essentially, rejection is being given a no when we want a yes, and it's exclusion from something that we want to be a part of. And so very common situations in which we feel rejection are in our friendship groups and our social circles. So this could involve friends doing things without us and not inviting us to things or not responding to our messages. Uh, We often experience rejection in our romantic relationships. So this could be our partner ending a relationship or somebody that you've been seeing and texting, kind of ghosting you or just ending it abruptly. We commonly experience rejection in the workplace as well, don't we, with interviews and I think with workplace experiences like being excluded from projects or social things that are happening at work and, and events. We also feel rejected when we aren't selected for a promotion or we don't get a job interview. Family situations as well. So things like not fitting in with family dynamics or being excluded from family events and occasions, they can absolutely create experiences of rejection and feelings of rejection. And then there's just random things like educational settings at university or not being selected for a house application or not being chosen for the football team. 
you know, the list goes on. And like I said at the beginning, I really do think that our 20s and 30s are definitely a more prominent time for rejection because we are opening ourselves up to more opportunities and experiences now than I think we ever will in our lifetime. And honestly, that's how it should be. So the first thing that I want you to take away from this episode is that you are going to experience rejection in your quarter life. And if you don't, or if you haven't yet, then could this be because you're playing too small or not taking risks or not getting out of your comfort zone? It might not be, don't get me wrong, you know, the reason that you might not have experienced rejection could be because you've never been dumped or you've gotten every job you've ever applied for. Or you've only ever had amazing friends that have never excluded you. There are plenty of people like this. I know they exist. And if this is you, well, bloody done. But for most of us, we have experienced some sort of rejection. We have been given a no when we've wanted a yes. We've been excluded. The door has been shut in our face and other people have been chosen over us. And ultimately, no matter what area of your life you've experienced rejection in, you'll know it bloody hits. It really, really hits. Now, while I was preparing for this episode, I came across quite a few psychological studies into rejection, which really fascinated me. And they provided such real evidence and explanation for why rejection hurts so much. So first and foremost, and I've spoken about this a few times on this podcast, The reason why rejection hurts so much is that social acceptance and connection are core human needs. So we are wired for relationships and community. And when those two things are under threat, our brains react very strongly to this. And the reason our brain reacts so strongly to rejection is because in our hunter-gatherer past, rejection from the community pretty much meant death. We would simply not survive on our own. And so because our brains are basically just trying to keep us alive, it's assumed from evolutionary psychologists that the brain has developed an early warning system to alert us when we are at risk of ostracism from the community. And the pain response that the brain evokes when we face rejection is the signal that we do not want to be rejected, that being ostracized and banished from the community is not a good thing. And so from an evolutionary perspective, experiencing rejection as highly painful meant that we would be more likely to recognize this behavior as something that could be dangerous. And this pain would therefore encourage us to correct our behavior so that we'd be able to remain as part of the tribe rather than getting kicked out of it. And this theory is backed up by many different studies which show that from MRI scans, that the same areas of the brain are activated when we feel rejection and when we feel physical pain. So rejection literally physically hurts us. The deepest experience of rejection I've ever felt was in a breakup of a long-term relationship. And when I was going through that, I remember feeling physical pain. Like so weird to describe, but it was like a real tightness and pressure in my chest and it was constant it was just there all of the time and it lasted months so I can 100% relate to this personally of rejection feeling like a physical pain this is also backed up by findings which have shown that we remember the feelings and experiences of rejection a lot clearer than we do physical pain now I don't want to trigger you to think about a painful rejection experience now but I think it is a really important fact to be aware of And not only is it easier to remember the rejection experience, 
But we can also sometimes start to feel those pangs of rejection through just remembering a time that we experienced it, which could have been years ago. And again, this reinforces how our brain prioritizes our awareness of avoiding rejection over experiencing physical pain. There's also been a study done which found that rejection can actually lower our IQ. So in the study, subjects completed an IQ test and then they were asked to recall an experience of rejection in which those feelings of rejection were experienced again. And then they did the IQ test a second time and the IQ scores were lower the second time around. And what the study concluded was that This shows that our brains do not function as well as they usually would when we are dealing with rejection or even while remembering a painful rejection experience. Again, from my own experience, gosh, I definitely shut down during my rejection and it's completely normal. Like we don't get an email or a call or a text saying that we didn't get the job or we aren't invited to our friend's wedding or we're being dumped and then continue working and be fully functioning. Like it's just impossible, isn't it? And so there's just so much evidence and explanation there about rejection and why it hurts so much. And I think this is such helpful knowledge to have and to be aware of because it gives us an explanation and a justification as to why our experiences of rejection are so difficult. Basically, it's simply because we are human and this fact in itself I think ever so slightly lightens the load that rejection can bring. And while we are on that topic of making rejection less painful, I do have a few more tips and strategies and suggestions that I want to share that I think is going to help with this. And so we are going to dive into those now. So I want to start off by saying that there's actually many benefits of rejection. I know it doesn't feel like it, but I promise you there are. I've experienced many of them firsthand and I'm sure that you will have as well or you definitely will in future. And the reason why it's so important for us to be aware of the benefits that rejection brings is because we need those benefits to outweigh the fear that rejection brings. Fear of rejection is what keeps us stuck and stagnant and playing small. It's what stops us from taking risks. It stops us from getting out of our comfort zone and aiming high and pushing ourselves. It stops us from taking on challenges. And these are all things that we need to be doing in our quarter lives in order to grow and become the very best versions of ourselves. So we need to adopt more of a positive mindset towards rejection and understand that there are indeed benefits of it. And that is gonna help us to not be so fearful towards it. So on that note, the first benefit of rejection is that it gets us out of our comfort zone. If you have put yourself in a situation where rejection is a possibility, then you very likely had to push yourself out of your comfort zone in order to do that. And I've said this so many times before and I will continue saying it forever. We do not grow when we're comfortable. And I can't think of many more things that are less comfortable than rejection. So the fact that you are stepping up and going for something despite the risk of rejection is pure growth. And that's a really good thing. Two other benefits along these lines are that rejection helps us to build confidence and resilience. So looking at confidence first, I can honestly say I am one million times more confident after my breakup rejection. And there will be many things at play with this, but one of them 
is that rejection just shows us how strong we are. I look back at that time in my life and I honestly think if I got through that, I can get through just about anything. And that gives me a massive confidence boost for, you know, future situations and experiences that I am going to find myself in. And it's the same with resilience. So resilience is our ability to bounce back from difficult experiences. And so the more difficult experiences we have, the stronger our resilience becomes. So every time we experience rejection, this is an opportunity to become more resilient. And resilience is an essential attribute that we all want to build on in our 20s and 30s, because if we can become resilient now, then we are going to be much stronger in the next stages of our lives. Now, the next benefit of rejection is that it offers us really valuable feedback for areas in which we need to grow and improve. So if you went for a promotion but didn't get it, this is going to hurt a lot, but it will still be such a valuable experience because it's going to teach you about the places or the areas in which you fell short and the things that you need to become better at. If you didn't get picked for the team, you'll be able to identify the reasons why and then put time and effort into improving those areas. If you get dumped by your partner or ghosted by a friend, is this because you haven't actually been a good partner or a friend recently and you've needed a bit of a wake-up call? If we are never rejected, then we'll never know our shortcomings and it's really important to be aware of the areas that we need to improve in so that we're always growing and becoming better versions of ourselves. And a final and I think the most important benefit of rejection is that it stops us wasting our time on something that isn't right for us and it gives us space to find the things that are right for us. I can almost guarantee that every rejection you have faced in your life so far has led you down a better or more interesting path than the one you would have been on without the rejection. I don't know why this happens but it just does and rejection is redirection. And we can thank God or thank the universe or the fairies or we can thank ourselves for creating good things out of bad things. Whoever you want to thank for this wonderful phenomenon is up to you. But it is absolutely true. Rejection is just redirection. It's one door closing and forcing you to take another route which feels terrifying and lonely and uncomfortable at first. But that path always becomes better than the original one. And we need redirection in our lives. We need things to be shaken up. We need to take the road less traveled because that is where the magic happens. That's when the unexpected happens. And that's where the lessons are learned and the confidence is built and the resilience is built and life becomes more interesting. My rejection was the best thing that ever happened to me. At the time, it was the absolute worst thing to ever happen to me. But the direction that my life took because that door was slammed in my face has resulted in a life which is so much richer, more fulfilled, more fun, and just so much better than it ever would have been if that door stayed open. So the most important thing to know and take away is that rejection is redirection. Yes, the door closes, but you don't just wait outside it and hope it'll reopen for you. You pick yourself up and you take a different route, knowing that you are going to end up exactly where you are meant to be. So some important reminders there about the benefits that rejection can bring and keeping these in mind while you are experiencing rejection, I really hope is going to ease some of that pain and discomfort that you will be in. Now, I want to give you some more actionable and practical things that you can do when you've experienced rejection in order to help you handle it and manage the impact in a better and healthier way. 
So the first thing you can do is accept that you are going to be hurting for a while. Sit with the pain. Don't try to brush it off or play it down or move on from it too quickly. Be in the pain and remind yourself that the reason that you are experiencing the pain is simply because you are human. And remember this study which showed that experiencing rejection can lower your IQ. If you are able to give yourself some time off, if you find out that you didn't get the job on Wednesday morning and you are devastated, take the rest of the afternoon off if you can. You're certainly not going to be very productive at work, that's for sure. So be kind to yourself. Go and get a massage. Go and have a long walk or snuggle up on the sofa and do something really lovely for yourself to soothe that pain that you're experiencing. So that is the first tip. The next thing I recommend you do is to remind yourself of the benefits that rejection can bring. So I've just talked about these. It builds your resilience. It builds your confidence. It's going to redirect you to something better. We don't grow when we're comfortable. And while you're doing this, I'd love for you to think about a rejection that you've gone through in the past and how it changed you and what positives came to your life as a result of it. It's always really helpful to remind ourselves here that good things come from rejection and remembering past experiences where we've gone through this ourselves is going to help to cement those positive thoughts in a more deeper way. Another very important thing that you can do to help handle rejection better is to understand and accept that you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. I'm going to use an analogy about strawberries to help me cement this idea. Some people love strawberries. Some people don't love strawberries. And some people can't stand the little buggers. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with strawberries. And it doesn't mean that strawberries have done anything wrong. It's simply down to the fact that humans have different tastes and we will never all like the same things. And this is not a bad thing. This is what makes life interesting and diverse and different. And so when we can accept that some people just aren't going to like us in the same way that some people just don't like strawberries, it makes rejection a lot easier. And it encourages us to be our unique and brilliant selves because Is avoiding rejection worth it if it means that we are living a lie? I don't think so. We need to be showing up in the world as real, honest, and authentic. And if people reject us for that, then that's okay. They just aren't our people. And we probably don't want to be around them either because there's nothing worse than having to pretend to be someone that we're not just so that we can fit in. This is what we did at school. Maybe we even did this at uni and in our late teens but it's not what we should be doing now in our 20s and 30s. So next time you face some sort of rejection, just remind yourself that not everybody likes strawberries and that's okay because other people love strawberries and they are the people that you want in your life. Okay, my next tip for dealing with rejection is to ask for an explanation about why you've been rejected and if it feels right to do so, ask what you could have done differently to avoid the rejection. Now, this can be really difficult to do and it certainly doesn't apply to all situations of rejection. But I think in some cases, especially with things like a job interview or getting made redundant or having a partner leave or a friend ending a friendship, then I do think that we deserve an explanation and insight into what we could have done differently. And there are two reasons why I think this explanation is important. First of all, it helps us to uncover blind spots and make us aware of the things that we need to improve on so that we can grow. And second of all, because a lot of the time, the rejection doesn't actually have anything to do with us or 
Perhaps it's just completely beyond our control. And I think knowing this can be really reassuring. So for example, if we are rejected by a romantic partner, it might be because they are having some issues. It might be because our schedules are clashing. It might be because we want different things in life. It might be because they have changed and we have absolutely zero control over other people's tastes and interests as they evolve. Looking at the example of being rejected after an interview, the reason of the rejection might be because you are overqualified. Maybe it's because you are more expensive than they have budget for the role. Maybe they need a more diverse team. Maybe it's because another candidate has two years more experience than you or another candidate already has connections in the company. But without having that knowledge, we would automatically assume that the rejection was because of us, that we weren't good enough, we weren't smart enough, we didn't do this properly, we didn't do that. And this is really dangerous because it can have a massive and long-term impact on our self-esteem and our worthiness. So we want to avoid blaming ourselves as much as possible. And I think a really good way of doing this is to try and get an explanation as to why the rejection happened. Something else that we can do to help us feel better after rejection is to surround ourselves with loved ones. As I mentioned earlier, we all have a fundamental need to belong to a group. And when we are rejected, this need becomes destabilized and the disconnection we feel causes us a lot of pain. And a way to soothe this pain is to reconnect with other people in our lives who love and care for us and who are going to remind us that we're not alone and that we do actually belong to another group of people. I'm a very independent person and I can spend a lot of time by myself. But after my breakup, I found it so difficult to be on my own, like just to be in my own company for any period of time. I moved back home with my mom and I was working from home on my own most days and I used to literally count down the minutes until she got home from work and I was just in her company again. So I can massively relate to this. Now when you experience rejection, please go and be with people who are going to give you a sense of belonging and this is going to help to soothe the pain and the ache that the rejection has created. Okay, next is to work on building your confidence and self-esteem. If we have self-confidence and self-esteem, then when rejection hits, which it inevitably will, we will be so much better equipped to handle it and overcome it. Of course, it is still gonna hurt, but the level of pain that we feel and the amount of time we feel it will be significantly reduced if we are confident in ourselves. In my episode on confidence a while back, I defined confidence as having trust in our beliefs, actions, and decisions. And so when we have self-confidence, even if we face rejection, we trust that we will be okay and we'll bounce back. And this is such an important factor in overcoming rejection. And the best way to become a confident person is to act like a confident person. So work on this every day. Look at your daily actions and your routine. Look at how you talk to yourself and how you communicate with others. Are you showing up as a confident person? If not, then I really strongly urge you to try and improve this even just a little bit every single day because the more you do this, honestly, the more your confidence and self-esteem will naturally grow over time. And these are two really key factors in dealing with rejection in a better way. Okay, two more quick ones to go. 
my penultimate tip for handling rejection is to use it as motivation. Use rejection to drive you to improve, to succeed and to prove them wrong and to win. None of us like the feeling of rejection, but we all love a comeback story. So do your best to channel your experiences of rejection into inspiration and motivation to become even better. Finally, I want to end with perhaps a more controversial method of handling rejection, and that is to do everything you possibly can to avoid rejection in the first place. Of course, some rejections are fully out of our control, and this tip for those ones is not relevant. But there are some rejections which can be avoided, and the way we can avoid them is by putting in the work and the effort into the areas of our lives in which we do not want to be rejected. If you are finding yourself getting rejected from every interview you go on, then maybe you are just not putting enough effort into your interview preparation. If you have fallen out with 10 friends in the last two years and been rejected from different social circles, is this because you could actually be a better friend? Look, I'm sure it's not, but I do think that it's important to mention that if we don't want to be rejected, then we have to make ourselves a really positive and valuable addition to something. Whether that's a friendship, a relationship, a workplace, a netball team, whatever, okay? You have to be valuable. You have to work hard and you have to make people not want to reject you. And if you do this and put all of the effort you possibly could into not being rejected and you know that you couldn't have worked harder and then you still face rejection, then you know that there's nothing more that you could have done. You did your very best. And if that's not enough, then what else could you do? And that is going to help you deal with it a lot better. Rejection feels different when we know there are things we could have done to avoid it, like better interview prep, like more exam revision, like being a better friend. So just be aware of the areas of your life in which you'd really hate to be rejected from and make sure that you're doing a bloody good job in them because this quite naturally will significantly reduce the chances that you will face rejection in those areas. Okay, that's a wrap. I have shared everything that I wanted to say on rejection. It's such a big topic and such a relevant topic. So I really hope that what I've shared is helpful to you. If you have enjoyed this episode, I would be so, so grateful if you could leave a review. This is what helps the podcast to grow and reach more 20 and 30 somethings who are all looking for a bit of guidance and motivation at the moment. So please take a moment to leave a comment wherever you are listening. All right. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you have an amazing day, whatever you are up to, and I will see you next week. Bye.